It's that time of the scary day where you've turned in, and we thank you to Session 4. Session 4, you ask, what is it? Well, this is the special podcast version of Not Politically Correct Radio. I'm Andrew, he's Lee, and we're going off the train. Yeah, we're uncensored now. We are. Who gives a shit? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, what do we got, Lee? You know, we were off air talking, besides food. Yeah. And we, you know, we touched on welfare. Yeah. You know, welfare was part of the whole damn great society mess, everything else. Mm-hmm. What happened, you know, other than our country has destroyed the structures of the church. The communists have destroyed the structures of the communities. It used to be when a family was down and out, the community stepped up, gave them what they needed, helped them get back on their feet. Right. Now we people fall off their feet hit the ground and we pay them to stay there yes what the hell you know they're coming along and saying social security and medicare are entitlements the hell they are we pay for them those aren't entitlements you know if you're going to call it an entitlement then just i don't want the entitlement just give me my money and let me invest it just give me my damn money i i'm tired of of the whole process i hate socialism you know medicare and, or Medicaid, I should say, get it yeah. right. Medicaid and welfare are not entitlements, but yet they claim they are. P- these people are entitled to. This. They're not. You're no. not entitled to shit if you don't want to get up off your dead ass and go work. Exactly, and that's 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 the problem that we now have in all of these areas throughout the country. And it, you know, it's, there's not any one area where this is a problem. Listen to a democratic debate. They'll tell you every area it's in. That's what they want to do. Yeah. They want to do that and they want to do it nationwide and they want everybody to be on the fixed government income, which is insanity. The ideas behind this, here's the thing, Lee, I don't, I don't need a handout. You don't need a handout. You and I can both go do things and make dollars. That's what we do. Yeah. And we were talking off air about something, and I said, well, I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? You fail and you have to go do something else and regain your wealth? Well, guess what? That's what we're going to do. That's what I, people did forever. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's, it's the natural course of events. Look at Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. There's a classic example. Look how many times he failed before he got oh, something yeah. right. He did. This is crazy what the what the left what these liberals are offering is crazy and it's the reason that i would have great concern that one of them is not going to win the presidential election because you have an entire demographic and group of people who don't want to do anything you've got i'm talking about the millennials i'm I'm talking about the millennials they don't want to work now there's some don't get me wrong it's a generalization. I know there's some out there that are working their asses off, and I, I, I applaud that's because, you for that. That's because they were raised up on a farm or they were raised in small yep. communities with values. Yes. But for the vast majority, there's a whole group that don't want to do anything. They want to collect a check. They want to drink coffee from Starbucks. They want to take Instagram selfies, and that's the extent of their life. You know what Starbucks is good for? Not a damn thing. When you wake up in the morning, you can't remember your date's name. Take her to Starbucks. You'll know her name. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Oh, that's t- okay. Fair enough. I will give you that. Is that good? 
that's that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and we see these things where millennials don't want to work, right? I mean, that becomes a well, pretty. No. Well, there's a there's a lot that don't. Let me let me tell you a story. Look at the classes they took in school. Yeah. <laughs> what classes? They yeah. didn't learn anything in school. Well, they take the gen the you take the gender things and all the gender studies and all this. Uh, what jobs are out there for that? None. None, because nobody actually gives a crap. Go take a welding class. They're looking for welders every day. Machinists. General contract guys that can that can frame a house. I mean that's that's where we're at now. You know, we're talking about this this um, this boom in construction, right? Yeah. Most of my contractor buddies can't find people that can work for them. And let's be honest, even if you're a guy who uh, you know maybe scored yourself a felony conviction and went to prison. You can get yourself a job building a house. You betcha. But even those guys don't want to work. Even the labor, just, you know, the general laborers are making good money. Yeah, they're making great money. But no one really wants to work. I got a buddy of mine who's a contractor, and he was talking about he has two guys that are general laborers that are working for him, right? One of them is 44 years old, and the other one is 50. And they are the hardest working guys on his crew. He employs 20 general laborers. And he goes, you know what? I wish I could have a dozen of these guys because I could do what 20 people do with 12 of these guys Yeah. because these guys work hard. They think they don't come ask him 500 questions a day because here's the side. If I'm, if I'm doing a project, right, I don't need you to come up and, and go, Hey, um, what kind of nails should I use to put the, no, no, you should know that. I'm not talking about a 16-year-old. This is the first time they ever built anything. That's a fair question. What kind of nail do I use? Cool. This is this is where you learn. But I bet he never asked the question again because he's now learned it. This is this. There is a. Oh, let me let me tell you a story here. You're gonna. This is the millennial thing. All right. There was a there was a guy who opened a restaurant. Okay. I knew this guy. I'm sorry. I, for him. So, I'm sorry for me. <laughs> so this guy opens up a restaurant, right? And he's got a booming business. It's it's good. It's real good stuff. He's a great cook. The food's good. Ice cream's good. Everything's real good. It's having a grand time. And he starts doing this thing where he'll, he'll post on Facebook on his business's page, wow, we had an unbelievable weekend. We'll be closed next week. Wow. And then you'll, you know, you go back around. It'll be, wow, thank you everyone for the amazing business. Saturday, we were packed. Going to take a few days off. And then he'd be closed till Thursday of the next week. Then you would go in. Now, you know, we talked about customer service on the other side. Yep. Now, here's the thing I understand if I'm going to a chain restaurant, I know that I'm getting a guy that doesn't really want to be there. But that's what I, no. You would go into this fairly nice sit-down restaurant. Now, a burger and fries to order at an off time. We're not talking the place is slammed. Should never take 35 minutes to come out. No. There's no way. Not unless they're having to grind to be fresh. Yeah. You're talking 35 minutes to get the food out. And then once the food came out, the guy was a dick about it. You'd be like, uh, yeah, so is my food about ready? Well, I'll get to it when I get to it. Now, you know me, I didn't eat there very many more times. No. Not even remotely. But this went on for a year 
of this guy taking. He was open almost three years. And in that year, he would take whole weeks and just, oh, we're going to be closed for blah, blah, blah. He, he didn't like to work Monday and Tuesday. Okay. So listen to what he would do. Hey, it was really this w- busy this weekend. We sold out of food. We'll be closed till Wednesday. Lee? Why? Why? Because here's the deal. You got GFS. You got that, Restaurant Depot. And that's you can I, go pick up yes, whatever you need. There is nothing that you can't go somewhere and find. Nothing. If you're out of if you're out of cheese and it's a holiday and none of those places are open, you ready for it? You go to the damn grocery store and you go buy some cheese. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as cheap as what you normally buy, but who cares? The goal is to make your money in the end. This is the problem with this millennial generation and these people that don't want to work. You had a guy who had a successful business, but because he was lazy, he wouldn't be open and enjoy the business. Obviously, he doesn't own that business anymore. Yeah. But that was the breakdown of this thing. But you see it in all these different aspects of the millennial generation. They just bounce around and they don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. And they feed into the lies the Democrats tell where they talk about reparations. They talk about, oh, it's Indigenous Peoples Day now. They go on and on and they talk about all of these ridiculous things because it suits the narrative of the lazy millennial who will not work. Yeah. But, you know, you were talking about all these people in these fast food places. My grandson and me have come up with a name when we pull up to the thing. You can, you know you've got a guy there that doesn't yep. want to be there. You can hear it in the speaker yep. and everything. And our nickname for him is Special Ed Fred. And I, I got to clarify this. I, I really feel bad even using that term anymore, cause, not because it's politically correct. I know a lot of people who are special needs people. And they're better off, better yeah. workers than this guy. Absolutely. And so I, you know, no I'm gonna have, I got to find a new terminology because I really don't want to demean anybody. Well, on on this one, I'm going to have to say, yeah. Normally, I don't go with the uh, the that side. Well, no, this isn't even the politically correct side. This is just my moral side is telling me, got to quit doing that because stop, stop. So I have, I do have something that we have to talk about here on the, on this part of the show. Okay. Now, this is kind of fun. It's just a, a random public service announcement. It's not really a public service announcement, okay? Right. So, Halloween night, Thursday, October 31st, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. on Main Street in Winfield. Brought to you by the Sunday Funday Cafe and the Trax Pizza Company. That evening, they're going to do a trunk or treat. So oh, I thought can, that, I thought you were going to get the, get a sandwich or get a pizza. No, no, and no, a cold no. beer, and that was so uh, no, oh. no, no. So you got to call these guys, reserve a spot. They're going to be giving away prizes for the three best decorated trunks. Okay, trunk like trunk of your car. You know, got candy in your trunk, and uh, yeah, I know you're making a serial yeah, killer joke. I can yeah, tell. I was gonna say you wouldn't want to necessarily no, look no, at no, some. No, the three best no. decorated trunks might be real crime scenes. Oh boy. <laughs> Now, one of the things they are having out there is Sunday Funday Cafe is doing a bounce house and some arts and crafts and stuff all day long on the 31st, which is a Thursday. So that'll be kind of fun to get out there and and see what's happening and see what's what's going on in Winfield on Halloween. It should be a pretty fun time. So if you're, you know, bored and you want to come down, I'll be down there hanging out with, you know, we've got we've got Anna over at Tracks and she makes a, a pretty wicked pizza and. 
We've got Amy and Jason over at Sunday Funday, and they're rocking out burgers and ice cream. And so, did you find out if my idea was right? How they came up with the train wreck? They were making a pizza, and the train wrecked it. Or? You know what? I I did kind of ask Anna about that, and she kind of laughed. But the laugh told me that that was actually true. <laughs> Just the the way she laughed, I'm like, uh, that might have been exactly what happened. <laughs> so, uh, Lee, you brought me something today, and yeah. I noticed this. So you brought in Sweet Heat. Sweet Fire. Oh, yeah, I don't have my glasses on. Sweet Fire. Sweet Fire from Smoking Butts BBQ. Tell me about this. What is this? Well, that is actually something I started using in competition that worked. Yeah. And it worked so well that people started trying it. I got a couple different bars that are buying it and sprinkling it on wings fresh out of the grease. They're sprinkling it on their pub chips for a spicy I bet that's good. Oh, it is. I tell you what, I like it on French fries. Yeah. If I'm going to do French fries in my air fryer, you're going to love this. Yeah. I spray them with duck fat. I know. Uh, I still got to bring you some duck fat. All right. That's, that's. But, you know, because then you just get that light coat of fat on the fry. So it actually, there, it actually is frying. It's just not cooking it. It's Mm -hmm. actually frying in that hot air. It's. Wow. Yeah, but that's crispy. And and, it, awesome. and you sprinkle that in amongst that duck fat, and it sticks to the fry. Mm. I bet that's really good. Oh, yeah. thanks, but, thanks, uh, Lee. But that was a blend of our holy jalapeno. Yeah, which is a jalapeno seasoned salt. Great on pork, great on beef. Uh, I know of a Mexican restaurant that's using it straight up on wings. Nice. Uh, yeah, amazing. I can sell my seasonings. And sell a jalapeno seasoning to a Mexican restaurant. That means it's probably a pretty darn good seasoning, man. So one of the things about your seasonings, your barbecue sauces, your rubs, everything like that. They're clean. They are. That's that's the whole thing. They're called called gourmet because we don't have any garbage. Right. No fillers, no no, MSG. So MSG, gluten, gluten. high fructose corn syrup. They leave all of that stuff out. You, You took the time to make a product that didn't have all that crap in it so that you could really enjoy it and enjoy the flavor without all the junk that goes along with it. Next week, yeah, you'll get to actually taste our gourmet ketchup. Oh, that sounds awesome. You're going to do it. Yep. Very good, man. Yeah, uh, I'm going to cook a two-pound batch up. Cool. Basically at the house. Yeah. And if it's if everything comes out the way we think it's... We're thinking it's going to lean just a little bit towards the Brooks ketchup. Okay. Brooks is good. Yeah. Brooks you know, is a good ketchup. It's not a sweet ketchup. Yeah, I'm not a fan of sweet ketchup. You know, I think that's why Heinz is the number one ketchup and all, because it's so loaded with high fructose. Yeah. Corn syrup it's, and is sweet. It's sick. So I, I like Hunt's. Hunt's is not as sweet. Hunt's is not as sweet. Brooks is not as sweet. Yeah. I, I like either one of those. I'm looking to fall in between the two is where cool. I really want to hold in fall we'll find out i think it's a fabulous thing you know because i've never tasted this in a small batch but well it'll be fun once you try it you know 50 gallons of barbecue sauce though think of that that's a lot of barbecue sauce man yeah so if the, you that, that that's uh what we do when we make barbecue sauce wow 50 pounds of just wow ketchup so if you are out there and you're like, man, I want to, I want some clean sauce. I want some clean rubs. I've had these. They don't mess with your blood sugar real bad at all. If well, they're designed not to. Yeah. And I appreciate that very much. And I know other people do too. Go to smokingbuttsbbq.com. Get on there. You can find grilling accessories. You can find sauces. You can find rubs. 
You can also find where a local retailer is. And if you're not near a local retailer, if you're one of our people that's listening in Canada or England or Italy, uh, I saw we had someone listening in Sweden. We had someone listening in Japan. If you're listening to us in one of those foreign countries, and guys, we they they will ship it to a, um, oh, what's the base address called? A home address. No. Oh. Um, anyway. If oh, you, yeah, we'll ship it yeah, to the military. Yeah, base. if you're on a base and you and you want some of this, they will ship it to you. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Because I started realizing where a lot of our listeners were, and I realized that the areas correspond with U.S. military bases. Because I wondered, how do we have somebody listening to us in Afghanistan? That's kind of weird. No, I, I get it now. So if you're in one of those places and you want some awesome stuff, go to smokingbuttsbbq.com. Find what you need, place your order, get it sent to you, and try some of the best sauces, rubs, and grilling accessories around. Yeah. I like it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we carry duck fat. We carry injectors. More stuff to come. I, Not to mention, we got all the neat swag, the shirts, oh, the sweatshirts, well, the hats. I haven't seen any of your shirts, man. Well, you've seen the hats. I've seen the hat, but I just thought that was, you know, you're the guy that, owned, that owns the company. You've we, got a hat. We I mean, have zip-up sweatshirts. Well, that's a good-looking sweatshirt. It's got the little flamethrower dudes on it. Yeah, and they're made by Hanes. Very nice, man. I mean, we're first class. Yeah, you are. Well, apparently, you can also get on smokingbuttsbbq.com and buy some swag. Yeah. I don't really know what that means, but hey, you can you can do okay. it. Okay, you know, you just said you don't know what that means. Yeah. You just got me to go down a rabbit hole. Well, let's, come on, Alice. Because I'm getting sick of this shit. All right, what are you sick of? Have you seen all the news commentators trying to use the word woke? I'm going to be honest they, with they you. They struggle with it, and the word woke, uh, I don't get it. I don't believe it's actually a word. Well, yeah, it is. I actually looked up a definition, but basically it's saying you just woke up. You just had, you know, you know, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. We're having to invent words. What what was wrong with the original words we had? You know, Funk and Wagle would, Wagnall could tell you there's between shit and shine oh. Well, that's true. Here's the problem with the original that's words. That's for you, David Hungate. Here's the problem with the words. Are you ready for yeah. why they need new words? Do you remember reading 1984? Yeah. You remember how they had that whole division that would change the meaning of words all the time? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing now. It's a word game. So we have a lot of words that we know what these, these things mean. Words like self-evident, liberty, um, irreconcilable. These are words that you and I know what they mean. The definition of woke. Okay, all right, hold on. Let me put my glasses on so I can read this BS. Being alert to the injustices in society. Okay, so according to Google's dictionary, which is an ever-loving pile of crap, it says woke, verb. Adjective to alert to injustice in society, especially racism. Use of the word. We need to stay angry and stay woke. Now, if we go from Oxford... Basically, what they're saying is stay awake and yeah. alert. Yeah, that's... Guess what? What's wrong with saying be awake, be alert to what's your surroundings? What's wrong with using those words? What the hell do we need? A damn word that doesn't make any common sense. You know, when you hear them use it in a sentence, they're stumbling on it. Well, it's because it sounds stupid. It's not it meant stupid. to be used the way they use it. It is stupid. And that's, that's the problem. It doesn't just sound stupid. It is stupid. All right. So let's try word meaning woke. W-O-K-E. 
But, you know, I wanted you to see that. You know, I, I, I finally had to Google it. I said, what, what is this big thing? Everybody's talking about being woke and all this stuff. And basically it means you're awake. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, woke means woke as a political term for African Americans referring to a perception of awareness on issues concerning social injustice. Uh, hold on, we're we're gonna do a little bit of th- yeah hunting here because what I'm gonna do. Did you hear what it was? It's a political word. It is a political word, which means it ha- it has no meaning. It has no meaning whatsoever. Uh, My kid comes home and starts talking about woke. I'm gonna say here. I'm gonna wake you up right now. <laughs> okay, so let's try. Oh, what is that? Uh, Marion Webster? Yeah. Let's see what Marion says. Marianne. Don't we have Funk and Wangle? Wagnall? <laughs> you know what? I can't even say that. <laughs> Wait, I almost said the other word that rhymes with that one. I but know. I caught myself. Mm. Marion Webster. Hey, but it wouldn't be a $500 fine? No, it wouldn't because we We're, can say whatever we want. That's right. Marion Webster. Uh, let's see. Oh, crap. Wow, your phone's funky, man. Oh, there we go. All right, now I can type again. Well, use your own damn phone if you don't like my phone. No, I'm good. Yours is faster. (laughs) All right. American Directory of Words. Dictionary search. Woke. W-O-K-E. Woke. Yeah, you know, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that are aides that are wondering what the hell this word is. Well, according to the Merriam-Webster 1826, woke is not a word. Good. Stand by. I'm glad to hear that. That actually makes me pretty happy, too. So let's try... What else we got here? Um, Merriam-Webster, American language. American language. Um... Woke is not a word in this version either. Okay, let's try a little further. So we have news media using a made-up word. Is that propaganda? Yes, it is. That is the very definition. Do you see this is where I was going? Yes. So anytime you hear somebody using the word, I tell you what, I bet I won't hear that word on that same network again. Because the person that was trying to use that word all the time has left Fox News. That was Shepard Smith. You know what? I'm glad he left Fox News because he's kind of a son of a bitch most of the time. Shepard Smith is a very left-leaning. He, you know, he would get giddy telling the news about Trump if he, you know, when they said we have him on this or whatever. He would actually get giddy reporting the news. What happened to the days where you had Walter Cronkite or whatever, almost yes. monotone? This is it. So would you would you, would you like a piece that will make you go, oh? So sure. check this out. First known use word, I'm sorry, first known use of the word woke is in 1972. It was used by the Black Panther Party and the Weather Underground in it to be used in what its current state is. Both? Uh-huh. Socialists. Right. So. Interesting. Okay. So that's what we find when we start talking about this woke crap. 
I've heard people say, oh, he's woke. Oh, he woke. That is the stupidest crap I've ever heard in my life. You're not woke. Stop using the word. You don't know a meaning to what the word is. To be woke would mean you were asleep. And I said, Lee to arms. And then Lee woke and grabbed his arms and off we went. Yeah. That's what it means to be woke. Not that you're somehow aware of political injustice. Because the question is, is there actually political injustice or do you just do stupid shit? That's the real question. I mean, do I believe political injustice or judicial injustice exists in the world? Absolutely. Do I believe it exists in the United States? Yes, it does. Do I believe that white officers are intentionally shooting black people on a regular basis just because they're black? Hell no. I do not believe that at all. No. Not even a little bit. I do believe Dallas has a problem, though. Holy crap, that, man. That last shooting, the guy shoots a woman in her house because she's carrying a gun with her because she has heard something outside, and he shoots through the window and, and shoots her. And he doesn't announce. That he's the police? Okay. Now, there's this fun little thing. Okay, it's called the duty to announce. Now, I have been announcing for over 15 years now. When I enter your house, obviously in official capacity as a fireman paramedic, when I enter your house, first words out of my mouth, fire department, because I want you to know that whoever's entering your house is not someone here to do you harm. When I, and, and that's the, think about it. You heard the story about I had the two officers come in to my <laughs> shop at late at night who failed to announce yes. and they ended up staring down a handgun. Right. That's what happens. That could have been a very bad evening. Oh, yeah. That's what happens if you don't announce. I mean, that's that's the truth behind it. And if you see the person, you've got to announce. You know, if I enter someone's, if I enter a residence at night, even on official business, first words out of my mouth as soon as that door opens is fire department. Yeah. Period. And, and which fire department it is. Yep. And that's exactly what it is. And then as soon as they say I'm in here, I then announce who I am, why I'm there. I've seen that video, and Dallas was quick to release that video. Now, there are a lot of people that are going, oh, it's a negligent discharge. No, no it's not. That's homicide. Well, it's by definition, it's homicide. The question is, how will they pursue it? Is it going to be a manslaughter, or is it going to be a murder charge? I would go murder. I actually would as well. I I realistically would. Because here's the thing. I don't care. Here, and, and this makes me sound terrible. I don't care if you're scared of your job because we have a problem in America with police officers being terrified of their jobs. Well, if why shouldn't they be right now? They're not getting any cover. Then get a new job. Yeah, but they, okay, they, no, they, I, I agree. But why shouldn't all your officers have some bit of certain amount of fear right now? Because well, anything they do is under scrutiny well, no, and they that, could go to jail no, for here's the side, doing even the right thing. That is not what they're afraid of. They have created a culture where they're convinced that they are public enemy number one and they're going to be ambushed every single day. The truth is, this is not Iraq. This is not Afghanistan. No one is seeking to actively harm you. Okay? Most officer-involved shootings, if we look at it realistically, and I am not saying this in a I-hate-cops way, okay? Because that yeah. is not by any means what I'm saying. But if you do an aggressive action and then you are fired at that is the natural course of events for an aggressive action the truth is if you have a 12 time felon who has a gun and then you are the aggressor and he shoot what do you think is going to happen 
That's the truth of it. But if you're so scared to do your job that you accidentally now twice in Texas, twice because you're scared, you've killed someone. Get a new job. Well, it's nothing against you. What was he to be scared of? He was outside the house in the first place. He wasn't even in the line of fire if she shot. Be here's the thing: fear, I believe, is absolute in our culture. Everyone is afraid of everything. Okay, well, and they're just a shame. They're just riding on down this rabbit hole, moving down, yeah, but deeper and deeper into the fear mindset. You know, it, this is getting ridiculous. And that's I mean, a- have you watched just even a simple somebody gets pulled <coughs> over for uh, not using a turn signal? Why do we need three cop cars? Well, and that's getting that's getting more common than not. so. So you're bringing up a point instead of just two cop cars. You know, I used to think two cop cars was ridiculous. Okay, so here's the question that we need to ask. Okay, who's scared of who? Exactly. And who has become the aggressive force? I am not anti-cop. I'm not saying that. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But if you behave like an aggressive occupying force, you will be treated like one. I know a lot of cops who stop cars and go, hey, man, you're going 15 over. Let me have your driver's license. They write the guy a ticket. They go back. to, And that's the end of it. No big deal. Highway patrolmen. Highway patrolmen are always man. Yep, that's it. Highway patrolmen are some badass dudes. Yeah. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. They come up and they're like, hey, you were speeding. You got license and insurance. And you're like, yep. They're like, all right, we'll be right back. Guy goes to his car. He comes back. He says, have here's a nice your, day. Here's your ticket. Have yourself a really nice day. And you say, thank you, sir. He goes, I will do it. And that's the end of it. Yeah. But that's, that's this thing. You're noticing more and more massive numbers of people on car stops, on traffic stops, on every single call. You're talking, you've got a massive amount. Lynn, Lynn County uh, Sheriff's Office, not, yeah. the, not the point fingers. It's uh, where you live. You'll see, it's not uncommon to see a wolf pack of cars. They go out and they do a quadrant. Instead of having a, tr- uh, a deputy in every quadrant, right. they'll put all five or six on duty, all in one quadrant, and there's a call. Now you got all these guys at high speed racing to see who can get there, so they have two or three cars on every stop. Right. Okay. If you got all your resources tied up on a traffic stop, who's out there catching the bad guys? And and let's let's really let's really call the thing about a traffic stop. Let's call it revenue exactly, generator. That's exactly what it is. I don't need you to give me some kind of BS line about how oh we're making the roads safer. Bullshit. Stop. Stop. You're not. Okay. Making them more dangerous having us pulled over on the side of the road. You're making them more dangerous because your car is parked on the side of the road as I'm attempting to travel down the highway and you're walking into traffic. You ever watch Texas? If you ever watch any of the live PD from Texas, the officers always approach from the passenger side. Yep. They never get on that driver's side. That's just, that's smart. Well, they do it for several reasons, too. Well, I can quick, think of about twenty. You can see the gun faster too. Well, I was thinking you can also dive off the bank that yeah. most highways are built on, because reasonably speaking, most highways are elevated. Yeah. Now it might be a four foot fall, but I'll take a four foot fall over forty five caliber round any day. Or tractor trailer. Right. And that's that's you know these are the things that we talk about. It's it's not that I'm anti any of these groups we've talked about, but what's happening is the more aggressive you become the more you'll be perceived as the aggressor, even if you're not. That's the yeah. truth of it. You know, 
I think municipalities, uh, uh. Or, you, or you know, Troy as an example, since I live in that area. Yes, you do. Is a classic. Tell you what, city of St. Louis, uh, even in the county. Oh, yeah. You see usually just one cop show up on a thing. Yeah. He calls for backup if he gets a hit on the car or something else. Then yeah. he calls for backup. Yeah. These guys automatically, as soon as one guy, hey, I'm pulling one over, it's a mad race. People are in danger of the way these idiots are driving. And what it is. How long does it take you to drive from one end of Troy to the other? About two minutes. Three. Is there a reason to be doing 100 miles an hour? Nope, not really. Not any I can think of. Not at all. Even going the speed limit, you it won't take you very long. Yeah. Even I can no, use see using the lights and running double the speed limit, running sixty I and running no, the lights. I have no to problem get through the inner through just, all the stoplights. Since we have too damn many stoplights, you in have Troy. so many stoplights in Troy. I, I tell you what, when I'm going to Warrington, oh, I've yes. gotten now instead of getting off on, I'll stay on six one, drive down and take W across the forest. I always do that. Because I have found I can get to Warrington just as fast, if not faster. Because if you miss the lights and you get stopped at every light, it'll take you seven minutes to get through Troy. Yes. Yes. I, I have, Lee, I have I driven s- from Hawk Point to Troy in under four minutes. I sat. <laughs> I'm not answering. <laughs> I sat. At, Can't do that anymore. All right. So there's a there's that stoplight on the uh, on the side closest to Winfield of 47. Right there by the uh, fast lane and the jack in the box. Yep. I sat at that light for nine minutes today because that's how far backed up the traffic is. Yeah. I actually try to avoid that intersection at all cost. There is a it's, wreck in is, that intersection. It is, it is faster to come down and go around, go past Terraminos. River River and past Terraminas and go down, cut up uh, through the to the next light and then come back up. Yeah, it's it faster. faster I did you it avoid today. You avoid so many stoplights. Well, I had in. to go over and see Herschel over at Herschel Signs today. And I was coming from Winfield, and I went, no, no, I'm, I'm no. Because I went to Troy, and I went the stupid way. Is that Herschel's or Julie's signs? Uh, Nicole's signs. Or Nicole's signs. Nicole's signs. And I uh, I went around to get to that, and it was. It was way quicker because there, yeah. there was two lights. Yeah. And I made it through both of them with no problems. But going that other way, man, that it's so backed up there. The other day, there were two patrol cars sitting on that overpass for a minor fender bender. Drive that crap off the overpass. Yeah. It's the only way to get into Troy because they built that damn highway right there, and there's no way to get on without the stupid overpass. Well, you know, that was the bypass. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything built up on it. Yep. And wait until you see the mess they're going to do there. What are they doing? They're going to put two roundabouts in on that overpass and widen the, the road. You mean like they did down at the other end? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Oh, Lord. That's terrible. So as we are, we're closing down our show, you're starting to look a little tired, buddy. Oh, I'm, hey, I'm here. Right. <laughs> you know, I've had days I've been doing this show and I was ready to take a nap. Well, that is true. You, you I, caught me doing that one day. I did catch you doing that one day. Well, you got on that monotonic diet. Monotone dial spite. You, you know, know, I don't mean to get on that monotone voice, but it happens. Sometimes it just happens when yeah. I'm sitting here thinking about playing late night all rock blues. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Could do it. So I want to uh one of our sports sponsors, we've gotta gotta throw this out. And you know, this isn't on the regular radio, so nobody really listens yeah. to it. 
that's local. But if you are local and you're not listening to the Mizzou or the um, blues games that are going on or any of that stuff, high school sports, well, you're really missing out. Those are on pretty much every Friday and Saturday. Saturday evenings, you can hear them at 1280 AM and 105.3 FM, KYRO. You can find those. But one of my one of my favorite sponsors I think we have that the that sponsors sports, and we'll give him a throw on here, is the Sunday Fun Day Cafe in Winfield. So You really like that place. I do. They got this new build they got a building and they remodeled it because the owner old owners had it and it was whatever. They remodeled the building, they rebuilt the kitchen, they have a real kitchen now. Man, they do the blue plate special. You know, like places yeah. used to do back when? Yeah. The so hot on, plate. Yeah. So on Sundays, you can go in there on Sunday after church and go get like a fried chicken with all the fixings. I don't know how much. I think it's eight ninety nine or something like that. It's fabulous. They do pork chops. They do all kinds of fun stuff in addition to their burgers like the knuckle burger or their fresh scooped ice cream or any of those fun things they have. Facebook. Go find them. at Sunday Fun Day Cafe. They're in Winfield, Missouri. Like their page. They post some variety of special every day. I believe today is a cookie ice cream bowl. I think. I don't know. But I know they had a cookie ice cream bowl at least the other day when I was looking. Check that kind of stuff out and take a trip to Winfield. Go to historic Winfield and go see what's down there. There's some cool stuff. Antique malls and, you know, fun stuff. Just do the speed limit because cops will give you a ticket. Like, for real. Yeah. Don't speed. They'll get you. Or speed with caution. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> so what are you going to do this weekly? What do you got? Well, the cooking season's over. Oh, how'd you end up finishing? You know, I haven't looked at the final numbers yet. But uh, our last cook, we had a good solid cook. You know, going down to Millington, we kind of shook off the demons and we got things figured out. So I'm kind of pumped, looking forward to starting up in March. Wow. Yeah, it's not a real long vacation, believe it or not. Not really. I mean, basically, it's just a vacation during the real cold time of year, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's a long season. Yeah, you know, we'll start in March and we finish in October. Wow. That's that's pretty fun. You still got the uh, still got the grandson barbecuing with you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw those pictures of those ribs he did. They were gorgeous. Definitely. Or was it chicken? Chicken. Chicken. I could see the bone in my head and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't The ribs were mine. <coughs> so definitely... Uh, the barbecue season is a fun thing. Yeah. Smokingbuttsbbq.com. You can find all of your gluten-free, no high fructose corn syrup, no yeah. MSG. And a gourmet ketchup coming. Uh, and a gourmet ketchup that's coming with the quickness. Well, you can find you know, it. Think think about this. Yeah, you man. walk into the grocery store aisle. Yeah. And I had somebody tell me I was all wrong on this. Oh, okay. Now, I, lo- I love this when people want to tell me talk to me about food science. <laughs> they have no idea what they're getting into, do they? You know, I love food science. You know, that's why I went to culinary school was to get the science behind everything. Right. You taught me science last week about salt and sugar. Yeah. yeah. Did you try it yet? I did. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And I do understand that it's a science thing and I love it. Go ahead. Talk about food science, brother. Yeah. Let's, let's get our little food segment. Well, let's in. do it. I love the food segment. Uh, we're making a gourmet ketchup. Okay. In other words, no MSG, no gluten, no high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And somebody said, well, you can buy them all day long. Just go into the organic session, uh, section. What people don't understand is, even though it's organic, it can have 
high fructose corn syrup. In. Yeah. It just means it's organic corn. Yeah. Uh. There is such a thing as organic corn syrup. Of course there is. And I'm just going. You're 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 really going to try to educate me on this? You know. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, man. And on this person's a dietitian and everything else, I'm going, you should really know better. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, I don't claim. Here's the thing. I don't claim to be an expert in food science. I don't either. But, but what I know is you can have any ingredient that you have in any other version of anything, provided it was grown organically. Right. So whatever that is, it doesn't, mm -hmm. it, it's irrelevant. High fructose corn <laughs> syrup just means it came from organic corn. Exactly. That's insane. How about that? Uh, I man, <laughs> I gotta try some of that habanero apple. We that you know what? I saw something the other day, and it said it was a habanero something, and it made me immediately think of your habanero ha habanero ugh. apple. Habanero apple. There we go. There's my words. I have an idea for what I want to try it on. You're going to laugh. Are no. you ready? I want it on a sourdough fried bologna sandwich. I can see that. Because I think it's going to be an awesome flavor combination. I can see that on bologna. Uh, you're the only guy who doesn't think I'm insane. Thank you, Lee. I'm so glad you lie and you're my friend. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I don't say anything wrong with that because I've had it on a hot dog. Have you really? Yeah. I bet that was interesting. You know, hot dogs need all the help they can get. They do. But you know what I was really thinking about? What were you thinking about? I was thinking maybe grilling some alley tuna and putting a layer of that on there. Ooh. That could really be a good flavor. See, people don't even think about taking tuna, salmon, and stuff and putting barbecue sauce on it. No. You should try it sometime. It's glorious. You know. It, some of us sick people with 22 grills yeah. and smokers and whatever, uh, we come up with some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. Kind of like a Texas Twinkie. Oh, what in the hell is a Texas Twinkie? <laughs> you take the large, even the extra large jalapenos. Yeah. You cut the, take a sharp knife, cut down behind the stem just to the bottom of it, not to take the whole end off. It. Okay. You split it, scrape all the seeds out. Yeah. If they're excess, exceptionally hot, I'll tell you off air how to take the heat out of a jalapeno okay. or, a, or any pepper. Deal. But we won't do it on air. Deal. <laughs> that way you can actually enjoy the flavor of the peppers without the heat. So I got you thinking now. It is cream cheese, uh -huh. gouda, uh -huh. and diced brisket mixed together. Okay. Stuffed in it. Of course, you're going to mix in some certain rubs, kind of like that one on the table would be yep. that. And probably my bold would be the two rubs okay. you blend, blend in with that. Wrapped in thick cut bacon okay put it on a smoker for about two hours at 200 degrees oh just some slow smoke and melt and meld all together oh that's way better than a regular twinkie <laughs> i hate twinkies with passion man yeah that sounds wonderful but that's a texas twinkie i would eat a texas twinkie texas twinkie sounds fabulous basically it's a meat stuffed popper yeah, I could go with a meat-stuffed popper. That sounds... Oh, man. I love jalapeno poppers. And a meat-stuffed one? You use a uh, fresh jalapeno? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. 
Yeah, it'd be the ones you'd go right to the grocery store and buy. And You mean the ones I grow in my backyard? Yeah, you could do those too. You know, i got this friend of mine that's insane. I'd really like to take one of my Reapers and do that for him. Load one up just like that. Here you go, buddy. Enjoy. Now I know him. He'd sit there, he'd sweat a little bit. He'd eat it and go, man, that was awesome. I would be laying on the floor dying if I took a bite of no, it. No, you'd put some salt on it and you'd be okay. Yeah, I'd be fine. <laughs> what uh, what other cooking funness do we have, man? Ah, that was just something I wanted to throw out there. Man, now I want to cook that. Thanks. You know this happens every week. But, you know, the hard part is you got to have the cooked brisket to do that with. That is true. You would have to know somebody might have some of that laying man, around. Man, I'll tell you what. There's this one guy. I don't know. I don't know. He, he's pretty cool. He does, like, barbecue competitions and stuff. And he makes some pretty sick brisket from what I hear. I've never personally had it, but I know it's good. Because if it wasn't, every single person I've talked to wouldn't tell me about how it's good. So I know it's good. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, I guess that's going to kill the yeah. fourth hour. Yeah. It, it, was it an hour? Well, no, it was three quarters yeah, of an hour. Yeah, we did a 45-minute after show. That's fine. That's a pretty long one, actually, for us. Remember, if you're listening, be sure to follow the page. Like and follow this page, Not Politically Correct Radio. And it's on Facebook because you theoretically could be listening to one of the other streaming services. Hey, we, we do need to talk to the our one listener down in Winfield, Alabama and say, Bill, glad you're listening again. Yeah, man. We really appreciate you listening to us. You know, us. that's a whole other country. <laughs> it's a whole other country. Oh, oh, man, Lee. That's how I feel when I go to Illinois. That is another country, the People's Republic of Illinois, North Korea. Well, anyway, there's my uh, jabs for the day. Yeah. We thank all of you for tuning in, listening, and streaming us on all of the multiple services that were available. We are Not Politically Correct Radio. Thank you, guys. Have a good night.